Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Welcome, you're listening to the Now What Society, a weekly podcast dedicated to women who want to explore their edge, seek more, and laugh at their mistakes, all while choosing an alcohol-free life. We're glad you're here. We'd love to have you. Let's get into this week's episode. Okay, I have to stand up. There. I'm ready. This podcast episode is brought to you by My Boots. Oh, I'm so glad I hit the record button. Yeah. I like the sober curator hat. I want that. Looks I good. wish I could wear those hats, but my head is just too small and it really just looks funny. Well, I have a huge noggin, so I have, I have no huge, problem. Yeah. I have no I have problem with my hat, hat collection. Mm. Plus, I don't really like doing my hair. So it's like a win-win for this girl. <laughs> Because you're you guys so want cool. to talk about winning your best life. I am doing that over here. Elise. <laughs> so cool. Let's talk today. about the sober curator for a quick sec. You know, oh, I yeah, was just you had you there. had an epiphany yesterday. I was just over there listening to um plus one or add me as a friend, Justin Lamb. Good old Justin Lamb. Yeah, I was just looking at he's got some great episodes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's like putting in the work over there. I love he puts it. Puts it in. He dials it in. He does yeah. that, and he's gotten over a hundred beer reviews. Yes, and did I was you looking. See how they're organized by <laughs> yes. category. I was looking. I spent yeah. some time. No other sober websites doing that. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. I'm all for the sober curator. I think it's really like doing some amazing things. I'm happy to be oh. a part of it. That's, I guess, what I'm saying is that I'm happy to be a part of this lifestyle brand of the sober curator. Um, we're talking about therapy today. Oh, therapy. (laughs) That's exactly, that was my response. Like, seriously, is that what we have to talk about today? And Tamar said, Oh, it's going to be great. Well, here, I thought you guys have me on for the fun episodes. That doesn't like work. Tamar's in charge though. I am, I am in charge and there's a method to my madness. (laughs) Okay. The episode is the, the, um, role of therapy, therapy in sobriety, Mm -hmm. but I mean, we're fun. And so if someone is going to take a topic and funicize it, that's a new word I just made up. It's funicize. It's the three of us. So, you know, because this is a reality. I mean, I, I get therapy. I just went back. God, I was just talking about this with somebody else. I've done so much therapy over the years. Really? <laughs> I need therapy to talk about my therapy. Like I've had, <laughs> I've done the life coach. I never did a recovery coach because I'm a 12 step girl, but I did lots of different therapists. I did life coach. I did hypnotherapy with Lane. Mm-hmm, me too. So if you're new to the show, I want to welcome you because you're listening to my friend, Tamar Medford and my other friend, Elise Bryson. She's our special guest today. She comes on once a month or once every other month and just hangs out with us. And we're so glad that you're with us. My name's Lane Kennedy. Let's get in and roll. Okay. Go back. (laughs) 
Thank you for doing that intro land. I mean, we get so excited when the three of us get together that it's hard to not like the train goes like who, who's it just talking? Leaves What's the happening? Station and it's just, we start talking over each other and it still goes, we are, we are like three sober sisters, like, yes. like seriously. And I'm yes. the middle one, just to be clear. I'm the middle, I'm the middle. I'm the little sister. And I'm the oldest. Hmm. <laughs> we didn't say, you could just say you're the one with the highest level. You are the wise. Oh, the oldest. Oh, the right. wise one. The wise one. Mm. I'm more, more experienced. More experienced. <laughs> mm. Okay, so Elise. Oh, uh, you know what? We probably should talk about before we get into anything serious. Because I think your listeners may want an update on my lips. Oh, because I think the last time I was here, I had right. we, we we had talked about lips. So if you're not if you're not viewing this, if you're actually listening to this. My lips are doing great. Happy with my decision. The lumpiness, the bumpiness, the hardness is gone. I still haven't tested out kissing. So Aww. I don't know if the new lips are kissable or not, but I am quite happy with my new lip situation. For those of you, maybe one of you that remembered that the last time I was here, I was talking yeah. about getting my lips done. They no look regrets. great. They do look great. And you are a popular guest. So I'm sure our listeners are like, oh, I bet oh, you they were like chomping goodness. at the bit for you to update them they were on just that. Like the update. On. There's the update. <laughs> the lip date. We appreciate that. You're welcome. Okay. Back to the topic at hand, Tamar. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think, uh, wasn't Elise going to start us off? I know, like, but it's, can you say it one more time for me? Like I, you're all up in these titles and I love it. So I got to hear it in process. Okay. It's the role of therapy in sobriety the role in therapy okay cut to elise <laughs> go we're still talking about therapy still yeah so you're supposed this to funify it though is therapy okay. so Fine. let's talk about like why okay we get sober and why would you need to go to therapy well so i okay all right okay we're gonna go all the way back yeah let's go back let's, let's dig into the archives shall yeah. we so I actually, well, I did go to a variety of therapists prior to even thinking that I needed to get sober, to be clear. Um, and then I stopped going to them because that's just not how I wanted to spend my money. Um, mm. But then right before I got sober, I went on a therapy tour where I kept going to different therapists and I was trying to find one that would tell me that my behaviors were normal. Mm -hmm. Everyone drank like me and maybe give me some tips on how to drink like a lady mm -mm. or, you know, if nothing else, just stop blacking out and sleeping with strangers. That's really, you know, the bar was low and I couldn't find any therapist that would tell me that I didn't, didn't have issues or concerns. And they were all recommending some form of like rehab treatment, inpatient, outpatient, whatever. Um, and so that is actually what kicked me off into my recovery is because I just had so many different therapists say, yeah, I'd love to keep meeting with you, but you, you need some extra help. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so then therapy in recovery has been, you know, I, I am a person that struggles with doing things disciplined for long periods of time. I can do anything for a short period of time, three months, six months, maybe even a year. Um, but then if I fall off, I just kind of fall off. And um, real quick, before we begin, we have a super exciting announcement. Go Lane. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. We've collected, as you know, a lot of data points over the past 36 years of recovery about creativity, relationships, living on purpose and living 
a freaking fulfilling life. We now have a curated space, a program just for you, my friend. You're sober now, what? We created this for you. We have a flexible program. You can pay monthly, drop in. And right now we're running a special. That's why this is so exciting. Until March 24th, you can get in at $39 a month. Tamar, $39 a month. You can't beat that. I mean, you get our coaching, you get the community, the bi-weekly sessions with us. And of course, you get special practices, meditation, and a whole lot of other tools. So head on over and join us at join.nowwhatsociety.com. And you'll see right there, you're sober, now what? We'll see you inside. So I've gone through bouts of doing therapy really consistently and then no therapy for a couple of years and then back in with a new therapist consistently for a period of time. Okay, but wait, but wait, because I think that's an interesting thought. That's interesting. You go in and out. Mm-hmm. So like my normal girlfriends, they have therapists for like 12, like 12 years, 10 years. Like they find a therapist and they are in a relationship with their therapist. So maybe it says something more about me because I'm also a single person. And I Maybe well, I just no. have fear of commitment. No, I think this is really interesting because I do the same thing that you just talked about. I go in and out of therapy as needed. I don't like live with my, like live in a relationship with my therapist. It's on the need basis. So I wonder, Tamar, are you, what are you, what's your experience? Same thing in and out when I've needed it. You know, I, I did do therapy prior to getting sober. Did you have a relationship like for years? Okay. No, no, not at all. No. No, neither. Side note: Is any of you are either of you watching the show Shrinking? No, not yet. On Hulu. Okay, well, we can talk about that. It's on the list. Yeah. Okay. We're just talking about therapy, so I just thought you know I'll add it to the list. Add it to the list. list. I will add it to the list. So now being sober for a while in long term recovery, right? How has therapy been used? It is usually around something specific that I need to do work on. Um, so for example, (laughs) um, when I was around right after I had 10 years sober, Mm -hmm. I had a series of things happen where my life was basically falling apart. I had emergency heart surgery. My kid was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Our dog died. I left my big fancy high powered magazine job and just took time off. And so around that particular instance, I was trying to figure out what my next moves were. So I got a life coach therapist Mm -hmm. and we really worked on discovering who Elise was and what Elise wanted out of life. And like, so that, that involved like making vision boards and, and doing various exercises like that. So it was very specific. Were Uh, they sober? Was that person sober as well? no, No, no. Okay. No, that one did not. It was not sobriety specific. But this the therapist was not sober. Correct. No. Okay. Got it. Yeah. For me, that's not a requirement. It's not for me either. But I know, again, I know from people that I know who are sober, they want somebody sober to help them in therapy and and coaching, which I think, hey, whatever floats your boat, whatever's going to support you to get you to the next level of your evolution, right? Yeah. You know, I had a, I have a friend who's going through some relationship challenges mm-hmm. and has never done therapy, was anti-therapy. And I was Whoa. like, you just, you just need to do it. Right. Yeah. And if you don't like the first person that you meet with, 
go find another one. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that was her situation as she went and she did one and she really, and she went to that person, like maybe a total of three times. And by the Mm -hmm. third time she was like, at least this person is not for me. I don't like therapy. I'm like, no, you're not driving with that therapist. You still like therapy. You it's still good for you to talk it out. You're going through a lot of transitional stuff. You need someone to talk to that is more educated than just me as your friend. So, and so she did keep pursuing it and has now landed on someone that she likes, but like a lot of people don't, they're either scared of it mm-hmm. or they have a bad experience and then they're out. Yeah. It's kind of too bad. It is I, too bad. I can't, I can't imagine having like the same therapist for like 12 years. Yeah. I know a lot of women who this is their thing. See, interesting. Yeah. The- the first therapist I had when I got sober, she was actually sober as well. Um, I think she has mm. about 28 years now, yep. but we worked together for a very specific reason. And I did enjoy that she could relate to mm-hmm. the feelings I was feeling. And I I worked with her specifically on wasn't happy in my career, right? After getting sober, there's a lot of stuff I had to still deal with, but at that time, I was feeling kind of like, I don't like my job anymore. I feel like I'm not heading down the right life path. I knew the sobriety piece was a a positive thing. And so she really helped me see that I was capable of more. And so we started to do like the vision boards and stuff like that. So we did a lot of stuff that wasn't really trauma uh, based and that really helped me. But after that, I kind of moved on and I didn't have a therapist for a while. And then recently, because I was in a bit of a sticky uh, end of a relationship situation, uh, I had some trauma that was triggered from um, actually going to, I went to therapy when I was about 25 years old because I was in, involved in a, de- a domestic violence situation. And so that actually crept back up very recently due to various reasons. And so now I'm actually working on with a therapist to, you know, work on the trauma that I'm, my body is holding on to. So I find that there's different times of my life. And I, I thank this to my sobriety because I've worked through a lot of stuff where I'm open to hiring a therapist to specifically work on this part now, right? And I'm sure there's going to be, you know, five years down the road, a new therapist that I have to work with. Well, you wouldn't buy a car and then never take it in for tune-ups. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You just, you, you know? Yeah. So what do you do for somebody like me? Someone that is wise like you? <laughs> no, Somebody who has long-term <laughs> recovery, right? Somebody who is 25, 26, 30, right? What, what do they do? Uh, yeah, you probably need more therapy. I, yeah. I don't know about you, but the longer <laughs> I stay sober, the less I know. So, um, but for me, I think it's always going to be when I am t- specifically working on something. So I think when you have things that you specifically want to work on, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if you, I think that you can go periods of time without it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, cause you have, I know you, so I know you have lots of other tools in your toolbox to keep yourself in the place of balance that we have to one day at a time, keep ourselves in. And can I point out, I think there's different forms of therapy. I mean, you know, doing hypnotherapy, right. That was amazing to kind of bring out, get to the root of some of the things that were, you know, in my head. Um, 
but you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be counseling or, you know, the way mm-hmm. people think about therapy. There's lots of different therapy could mean I'm going to join a yoga class mm-hmm. because I need to get more connected to my body, right? Get that mind body connection. So I think there's different forms of therapy. You know, what's interesting as you were talking, what I was reminded of is um, a local hospital here that I have unfortunately stayed at many times between having a heart condition and um, I had skin cancer. So I've had several different bouts with this hospital and they offer a program, a free art therapy program. And I Mm. discovered it during the pandemic and they actually shipped me art supplies and then gave me different logins for different uh, art therapy classes they were hosting throughout the month. I thought that was amazing, right? Because it was, it was completely something and it was covered by insurance or I didn't have to pay for it. I mean, even better, like, Mm -hmm. so it was Mm -hmm. just like, it was just something extra. So now I'm like incredibly loyal to that medical group, right? Yeah. Because they gave me the extra things that I needed to be well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think that's something to be pointed out is like what tomorrow you just said about finding the therapy that's going to work for you. Art therapy, equestrian, equestrian right? Yeah. Horse therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, even there's something great about having a personal trainer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Because your personal trainer, when you're working out, you'd like say stuff to them, right? Like they're, they get intimate. That relationship is pretty intimate sometimes, but it's finding the right person in that case. Uh, I want to bring up app therapy. What do we think of it? I did a little of it during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I had some good experiences with it. I had some not great experiences with it that I had some good experiences. Um, so I'm open, totally open. Tamar, did you use it at all? Have you? Uh, like actually getting therapy from an app? Well, yeah, you, you log on there and you open it up and you're like, oh, I need a therapist and I'm just going to pick this person right here. And then you log on and you talk through the little chat. No, I've never done that actually through the chat. Now I have found a therapist from a site where you actually do live sessions weekly and they find a therapist for you and they do have an app so you can chat, but you're set up based on what your requirements are. So I guess kind of yes and no, I guess. Yeah. I find that hard to um, relate to, I think, Mm -hmm. because that is such an intimate moment that you're sharing with somebody. And again, I think about just where I'm at in my life and my sobriety and the experience, like the people that have that app, I don't know if they could hold me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they would be able to like pinpoint, okay, Lane, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Or if they would, you know, like just treat me I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. The jury is out on using an app for me personally, because I don't know the skill level, you know, it has somebody practiced for 25 years as a psychotherapist and dealt with, you know, whatever X, Y, and Z Do, are they on the apps, right? Mm-hmm. Are they the one, are they using those services to support people? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did get matched up with a lady on, it was, it was app based through a company that I was working at yeah. and you got, I don't remember 10 or 12 
free sessions. Right, you could right. go in and you could shop for who you liked based right. off of their credentials and what they specialized in, but they might not be in your state. They might be in Utah or somewhere else. Right. I got matched up with this woman. I actually really liked her. I, I immediately felt comfortable talking to her via Zoom. Um, but her answer for anything that I brought to the table was, oh, that's because you have ADHD. That's because you have ADHD. And I'm like, I'm not even diagnosed no. with that. <laughs> that's that's you- okay. Wait a minute. We- really? Yes. And she was like, and she was like, you need to adjust your meds and you need to get this over the, over the counter, um, whatever from Costco and you need to do this. And, and everything I said was that's because you have ADHD. It's because you have ADHD. And I was like, well, I mean, my sister did officially get diagnosed with ADHD like six months ago. So I suppose genetically it's possible. And I would agree that I have some traits or behaviors that would align with the stereotypical symptoms of someone with ADHD, but it was her, everything I had to talk about that I wanted to fix or work on. It was ADHD. Well, that's your ADHD again. And I was like, really? Were you convinced you had ADHD after meeting with her? Well, I was, I was like, I guess, do I go, do I start an ADHD account on TikTok now? Like, oh, no. is that what I do? Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. the, 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 the ADHD talk. Like what, 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 what you know, I, I, no, it scares me. See, this is what scares me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's you know, something about being in person with somebody. I don't yeah. know. It just there is, but I think you know, with my first therapist after I got sober, at a certain point, she ended that relationship. We're now friends, mm-hmm. but she said, you know what? Now is it's time for you to move on. Like I don't believe in spending years with someone. My job is to get to the root of stuff to, you know, get you through this time and get you on your way. So you can see a coach or you can see somebody else, which is very cool. Um, but you know, I think that the best therapy is laughing with close friends. Oh my God. So good. I think oh, that, that, is, that is why we're so stable and healthy then. Isn't it? Right. right. Cause we it, laugh a lot it all, every day. Yeah. It all, all comes day? back to community. Right. Yeah, I think we have built up this mm-hmm. community of friendships yep. that, you know, the three of us, we can sit yep. and just laugh our asses off. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but when, you know, I mean, we're pretty funny <laughs> when I edit these episodes, I'm Hilarious. laughing and I feel good after. Yeah. Laughter I mean, and I don't, at some point along the way, I, I can't say I don't ever care what other people think, but not like I used to. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. And it's like, if I think it's funny, I just think it's funny. And I don't need other people to like validate my sense of humor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But let's be honest. We're, we're hilarious. (laughs) We're hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to own that. Let's own it. Yeah. Yeah. What else therapy related ladies? I just think there's a place for it because, you know, depending on how you've gotten sober, you know, my, the current therapist I'm working with, she said, wow, you've, you've done a lot of work and it looks like the program that helped you get sober has taught you a lot. Like you've, you're very self-aware, but there are just certain things that I believe sometimes we need a therapist for, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's that when you're ready for it, it, I feel like it's kind of like, okay, the, the world or universe presents you with the opportunity to dig into that, whatever therapy looks like for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Final comments, Elise. 
Dun, dun, dun. Um, well, hey, do you think my... that the naked mind sense? <laughs> that was funny. Do you think naked mind, if you got sober with naked mind, that you're going to go into therapy? Do you know anything about that program? I don't, I cannot speak to it like an expert. I have the book. I have flipped through the book. Yeah. I understand yeah. the premise of the, of what's outlined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, um, or even with, um, Holly's old thing that she did, right. Um, not the tempest her community, her online sober school stuff. Do you think they have therapy like attached to it all? Do you think there's like talking out? You think it's a part of it? Well, there's like, uh, I mean, there's lots of groups like that now, like sober mom squad and the sober school. And I mean, there's lots of, and when I look at all of it, it Mm -hmm. looks pretty similar to a lot of church basement stuff. Um, but different. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, for me, I don't like the science of why things are the way they were and what things have an effect on my brain. I don't know that I was at a point that I cared about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and for me, removing the drugs and alcohol, it didn't change anything because I was still acting like the same person for several years. So I actually hit a lower bottom around four years sober than at the beginning, because all I did was stop drinking and using, I didn't change my behaviors. So I was still lying, cheating, manipulating, Mm -hmm. stealing. And, um, and so I, I was, I was even worse off. Did you have a therapy at the very beginning of your sobriety? Outside of treatment and 12 step? No, I did not. No, that's, I just, I don't know. I think we just need more help. I go back to that article that I wrote for the sober curator, right? That sober coaches, like we just need more, more help. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think it is, you know, it's a progressive ill disease. Mm -hmm. And I think that it is how far are you in your progression when you try to stop? And Mm because there are people that are able to stop and they, they don't have relapse as part of their story. There are people that have a lot of relapse as part of their story. Like I would, you know, on one hand, I would say I'm a person that doesn't have relapse, relapse as part of my story. Because when I really officially decided I was doing this thing, I haven't looked back, but in the 10 years leading up for that, how many times did I wake up in the morning and swear I was never going to do it again? And then I was doing it by three o'clock in the afternoon, right? So that I had a million relapses if you look at it that way. So I think, I think it's just such a unique thing because each person is different on where they're at in the progression of their illness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So interesting. I guess we are just really sick. (laughs) We're just we're real sick, real sick. Uh, So can we wrap up the therapy session here? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything else to talk about. Like, it's just, it's therapy. You're either going to get it or not. You either want to get well or not. I don't know. I sometimes my black and white thinking. just like, yeah, you are a black and white thinker. I agree with that. What about uh, (laughs) group (laughs) therapy? (laughs) Have either of you done group therapy that is not 12-step based, just other kinds of group therapy? Because I have not. I've only ever done me therapy. Yes, I have. And what what were your thoughts about the group therapy? It was awesome. 
Yeah. Mm. Well, because everything's better with more people. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Even mm-hmm. if it's scary at first, if it's a yeah. room full of strangers. Um, my breathwork sessions are group. Oh, like that. sure. That makes sense. And that's forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> Just talk about transformation. Come on. Like that's how I got into, that's how I became a breathwork facilitator because those sessions were amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Yeah. yeah. Would a sound bath, would a sound bath be considered like a group therapy? I've done that. Yeah. Uh, that could be. Yeah. Depends what type of therapy you're seeking. Yeah. Therapy for my ears. Sound <laughs> therapy. <laughs> are we going to do a lightning round? That's always my favorite part. God. Tomorrow, are you we, ready for we, it? Did we get rid of lightning rounds? Are those no, over? We did not. Did, those, did, did we end those in 2022? No. Are they so last year? I don't know. No, it, no, it, is, it isn't. We've got some questions from the 90s, if you're up for it. Oh, boy. Hold on. Let me stretch just a second. Okay. I'm ready. All right. What movie earned Burt Reynolds an Oscar nomination for his portrayal of porn king, Jack Horner? Not a clue. I have no idea. Not a clue. Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here. Okay. That was convincing, Elise. (laughs) What animated character uses the phrase, eat my shorts? SpongeBob. (laughs) No. SpongeBob? (laughs) Isn't that like 2000? I don't know. (laughs) Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. Think of a 90s cartoon. Um, It's still running, actually. Eat my shorts. A cartoon. Bart Simpson. The Simpsons. Yes. Yes. Thomas. Yes. It's Bart. I Bart. I mean, it's Bart. Bart. Isn't it? Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. Okay. Let's. I should have said. I should have known that. Of all the things. Really. SpongeBob. Really. This is SpongeBob. This is the. I know SpongeBob. I'm like, what? I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> this is apparently Lane, like SpongeBob. <sighs> um, okay. This is the last one. Yep. Who had the hit? With the country song, Achy Breaky Heart. Oh, that one guy. <laughs> Cow, cowboy. Don't, my Achy Breaky Heart. It, it's, it, was that Miley Cyrus's dad? Yep. Got it. You know why? Because I can buy myself flowers. I cannot stop <laughs> singing that song, by the way. If anyone I missed else. that one. Billy um, Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. Cyrus. Billy Ray, Billy Ray Cyrus. Achy Breaky Heart. Achy Breaky Heart. Father of Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there we go. Okay. Oh. oh, oh. Oh, this is a great one. In 1990, what fast food restaurant made headlines after opening a location in Moscow? McDonald's? For 500, McDonald's. Yes! Winner, winner. Yes! Big yes. Mac right there for you. So I'm not a Big Mac girl. Uh, I'm a, I like the cheeseburgers, just the simple cheeseburgers. I do too. Like, yeah, two too. cheeseburgers. I don't even need the fries. Just two you cheeseburgers. don't eat the fries? Nah. I love the fries. Did you know that you can do, uh, you can drive through and get free fries on Friday at McDonald's? Every Friday, you could just, Every it's Friday, Friday free fries. it's fries day. You just free drive fries. through and be like, yeah. I want some fries. Can, can you believe that? You have to just show them the little app. Free fries. That's it. 
Oh, they're always, yeah, the app. Interesting. I, I, I actually went through the drive-thru last week. Yep, do it. Free fries, Friday. I, I didn't know that. that we should get so, paid for that. I don't get, <laughs> you know, there are giant French fries where I live. And I think I have a picture of Tamar standing on the giant French fries. Yes, really? that's correct. We will remember. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Fries. Fries Next to the giant crow statue. Fry therapy. Fry therapy. Fry therapy is a Do either of you have a have an air fryer? No, yes. we're way off on a love yeah. them. I love my air fryer. Air fryers this, are the best. This 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 segment was brought to you by air fryers. Yes. No? Okay. <laughs> I think so. Uh, we have a lot going on in the community, so I hope if you're listening this far, <laughs> you, you're, you're hanging out with us, uh, you are a member of our online community. You can find out more over at join.nowwhatsociety.com. And you can find Elise over at the Sober Curator all day, every day, every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tamar, thanks so much for hanging out. It was so much fun, Lane and Elise. Elise, thanks for being here. I'll see you guys next month. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Don't forget to make sure you join the community right now. It's $39 for the Your Sober Now What program. Weekly coaching sessions, special practices. Get in before we change the price.